Hello and welcome to the Sensual Being podcast with myself, your host, Jolene Whiting. I have been a pole dance teacher for nearly 20 years. I'm also a yoga instructor and my favorite pastimes are connecting to my own sensuality, connecting with the world and connecting with animals as well. In this podcast, you'll find new and inventive ways of how you see yourself, connecting yourself with others, and also how you see and view the world around you. For this episode, we are going to deep dive into my journey of turning off the television, getting rid of Netflix, and not listening to the radio anymore either. So enjoy this with me. Hello, you fabulous, sensual being. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode is actually going to be quite a personal one in the sense of sharing a little bit about my journey with you of not watching the TV anymore. Whoa, that's a biggie one. So this all started... Um, last year in May 2022, actively started then. So five years ago, I moved into where I live now, next door to my partner. And I knew I didn't want my TV in here, but I wasn't in the stage of my life where I thought that I could actually do this because it was such a habit that I'd built up. So, I mean, I'd put on films whilst I worked. I'd put on things just in the background. It was almost like it was more company for me. Um, And I I thought whilst I knew I didn't want the TV, I also felt I wasn't in the position to actually really not have it. So May last year, 2022, I was like, do you know what? I'm going to give this a go. I'm going to give myself two weeks, two weeks of not watching it and see what happens. Now, that was really hard. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay, now what? (laughs) It was so, it was so weird and it was extremely uncomfy. Yeah. So when you make changes in your life, it doesn't even matter what changes they are and why you're doing it. Most changes that we'll ever make in our lives will be uncomfy. It's like when I started doing this podcast, it was very uncomfy. Yeah, it wasn't natural because how can it be natural if it's not a part of my life? Whereas TV was natural. I would sit down and eat and always have something on the TV. I would always, you know, really want something on the TV just all the time whilst I ate my food. Although somehow going to a restaurant, I was absolutely fine. So clearly it wasn't really the TV. It was some sort of conditioning that I had at home. So the two weeks in that time, I thought, right, I need distractions. That's how I'm going to get through this two weeks. And we'll see how it goes from there. So I just made a point of whenever I had my food ready, it's like, right, what podcast am I going to listen to? Always found it difficult to listen to music when I eat. I think it's because I like to move and dance. So I find that was always a bit hard. So I went for podcasts and I tried to stay off anything that was like podcasty on YouTube because I didn't want the visual. I needed to detox my eyes from the visual. So I just had the spoken word. So this 
it's incredibly hard. But I loaded myself with distractions at those times and I found it worked. I was sort of sometimes using the distractions, even when I thought, I think I'd be all right just eating without anything on. And I thought, no, just distract just so you can get through this time. And you know what? I made it to the first month and I was like, huh. And it started to get easier. Started to get much easier. That urge just to turn it on started to go because I still had the TV, but it started to go and I still had Netflix. I had all that. I was just like, I'm not, I'm not watching it. Now, I can't really remember why I didn't want to watch it at the time. But interestingly now, after what I've learned from not watching it, I know why. It was some sort of a deep knowing in me that I knew that the television was not something that was good in my life. It really, it it just wasn't. Even though I loved it, it wasn't. So when I came away from TV, I thought, well, that's okay. I can still have radio. And you know what? I find radio, I was finding radio even harder to connect with. It was to do with, I don't know, the noises, the way the, the ad, I've never been good with adverts anyway, but the way the adverts are, I'm just, I find that really difficult and really frustrating. And I, I don't like it. And they're sort of like they're worded in certain ways. And it was just all very, it felt weird. I think that's the only way I can describe it on the whole is that it felt weird. So I've come away from all radio, all mainstream media. If there's something that's really important and it's real, I will find out about it. Yeah, because I just will. The universe will tell me about it. I will always know. Um, but coming away from it, the most impactful things, the first impactful thing was the urge to go outside. I mean, I love outdoors love outdoors. I never didn't. But after the first month of between two weeks, two and four weeks, that urge to go outside started to get so strong. I was like, my God, it felt so primal to really want to be outside. And I thought, okay, this is interesting. So it's just going outside, just, just go outside. And I thought I need to get my feet on the earth. And that isn't a new thing to me. I've done it. I, you know, I used to do it on and off, you know, when I felt like it, particularly on a nice summer day, I would like put my feet on the earth and it felt great. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is powerful. This is more powerful than I've ever experienced. And so I'd be taking my little dog out for walks and I'd be like, oh no, I need to get on the earth here. So I'd be taking my trainers off, my walking shoes, socks off and um, just getting on the earth. Like I need, I need to connect more and the ability to be able to connect further because I'd stopped watching TV. I don't know what the television had been doing to me, but this urge was so strong. Now I grew up outside with a horse. So, you know, I'm no stranger to being outside. I've had another dog before this one. We used to go on amazing little adventures, you know, so I'm not, I've never been adverse to really going outside and being out in nature, but this urge is like nothing I have ever experienced before I have never experienced it like this so it just kind of highlighted what tv was doing to me you know it was really and it was stunting my creativity I have been so much more creative since I stopped watching tv 
Um, so it's currently at the time of doing this podcast, it's November 2023. And I stopped in May 2022. So it's been over a year. And the amount of things I have done in that time, the amount of musical instruments I have started to play, I never played any before. And I now play drums, flute, um, shruti box. I do chanting. I do more singing. I even do chanting led meditations. And it's, I would, I don't think I ever would have done this. If you'd asked me a year ago, would you be doing all that? I'd have been like, no, like it just wasn't a part of me. But the more I've connected with nature, the more I've connected into something in me, which I had no idea it was there. No idea. And it has been magnified particularly over the past year and a bit, it's just magnified. I didn't play any of these sort of instruments before I turned off my TV. I never did. So I find it really interesting. So it's more the looking back, I can see the the impact it's had on me. And it wasn't until um, December last year, 2022, that I actually had the TV taken off the wall. Now, the reason why I waited so long is because I don't love Christmas as much as I used to now. Since turning off the TV, it's interesting. Um, So I used to love Christmas and I used to always watch Christmas films. I used to love the ones on Netflix and I just binge them one after the other. I just love them. And I'm not saying I don't love them. I'm just saying now, when it got to Christmas last year, I thought I might have sat down and watched the odd Christmas film. I cannot bring myself to sit down and watch a film. And if it's a choice, if, like me, my partner, he's su- suggested before, he's like, oh, do you want to watch a film? And I'm like, no, because I don't want to lose that time with you. And I feel that because of television, I have lost times when I could have connected with those around me and that makes me that makes me really sad because I look at the relationship that I've got with my dog now yeah and he was a puppy and growing up and everything and when I look back at the relationship I had with my last dog I feel like because of the television I actually missed out on seeing more of him and I would never get that chance to do that again and if that's how I feel about him and it it makes me feel funny because he's obviously not here anymore I have I can't rectify that but what I can do is I can rectify that feeling with anybody else around me so my partner when he's like do you want to go and watch a film I'm like no because I need to see you because that's more important than sitting and staring at a screen. I just can't do it. When you ask me about books, I'm all about books. I love the creativity and the imagination your mind can get through reading a book. But so I get lots of stories, love stories, and I love people telling me stories. I do you know what I love? Like he'll watch a film, my partner watch a film. And he'll be like, you might want to see it. It was really good. And I'm like, no, you tell me about it. And to be honest, once he's told me about it, I've really enjoyed it because he's told me about it. 
And I feel like I don't need to watch the film because sometimes he'll tell me about something, a story, and I'm like, no, 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 tell me the whole lot. Honestly, tell me the end. Tell me how everything works out. And I will feel that emotion. But I don't want to be take. I felt like it was more real because he was telling me the story and I enjoyed the interaction. But what I've looked back now, and I can see this now and I couldn't see it before, so one thing that like television does, Netflix, the media, uh, news, all of this stuff, yeah, it creates unnatural dopamine in the body, okay, which is the happiness feeling that you get when things when things happen. So if you're watching a film and it's really happy, you'll get a hit of dopamine, yeah? It's a bit like they say you, you keep scrolling on Facebook and stuff because you're trying to get that next thing that you want to watch. It's just that little dopamine hit. And you don't realize how subtle this can be because it is continuous in our lives. And this is one of the scariest things about everything that I'm telling you right now. Because if you're watching shows or programs or anything, then if you're watching scary things, you're having that cortisol level go up in your body. You can feel the fear. You're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen behind that door? Yeah. It's not natural. And then, oh, thank God they're okay. Oh my God. Oh, the dog didn't die. Oh my God. Brilliant. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh my God, what's going to happen behind that door again? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Cortisol, cortisol level goes up. And you're like, oh my God, the dog did die. I can't believe they did that to the dog. I'm so upset. You can see the literal emotional roller coaster that you are on. No matter what you watch, even if you watch Disney, now we do know Disney like to, they like to kick you down and take you through the dirt and then bring you back up again. Yeah, if anyone ever watched Bambi or Up lion king oh they like they like to bring you they like to make sure you're down in the mud and they're going to bring you back up and then we look to disney as our savior yeah well there's a lot of things wrong with disney isn't there um we won't go down that rabbit hole now um but next time next time you watch any disney with uh princesses look at how skinny the princesses are and how um overweight and scary the the little monster character is the witch character. And it's like, it's not realistic. Um, anyway, we won't go down that rabbit hole. It's another thing that I've noticed. And oh, I can tell you now, I'm not going to Disney because that's magic has been ruined for me because it is not magic. It's another form of programming. Um, so yeah, so the reason why, let's come back to what I was actually talking about and went off on one. Um, the dopamine hits and the cortisol levels in your body, all at various levels of changing. Now, why is this a bad thing? Why don't I want to watch like happy things and stuff or whatever? Maybe if you just kept watching happy things, maybe the thing I'm about to tell you wouldn't happen, but I don't know. I'm not about to test it. So if you've got all those levels going up and down in your body, you are more likely to be anxious. You are more likely to be depressed yeah, and not be able to deal with the world. So that to me is a huge red flag for television, huge red flag. It's like, no, 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 I just want to be me. And since I've come away from it, I have felt like my natural, it's weird, it takes a while, but I feel like there's a natural level in my body and it's really nice. 
Oh, it's really nice. And the, the difficulty is you're going to be thinking, I don't want to turn off my TV. The difficulty is, is because it's fun to watch things. Yeah. It's fun to engage in them it's fun to talk about them it's fun to watch them with somebody else so it's actually a really hard thing just to not do and you've got to think of the conditioning that you've had around all of this has been since you were young and now whenever I see really young children on like tablets yeah whenever I go to Mallorca and we go like to bars and stuff, there will always be some kids in there with their parents. And these kids are so young. Oh God, they're so young, but they've just got their face glued to a tablet. There isn't even a blue light filter on it either, you know, and they're just getting absorbed into whatever this is that they're watching. And it's just not real. But you see a child when they sit down there sponges we all are but children especially they are absorbed in it you try take it away from them and all hell will break loose okay because it's they are literally being sort of channeled into this and it's just heartbreaking absolutely heartbreaking to see it really is another thing with all sorts of tv programs films everything is it's harder now for people to have as much empathy as they did before. Because particularly if you've watched the news, you'll be bombarded by things that are so gut-wrenchingly painful to see. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, we've got to switch away from that story now. We've got to go to this one. The ability for our brains to switch between something that is completely destructive and terrifying to humanity and to pop along to something else or that's all the news we got today, let's go to the weather. That ability to switch in and out of different programs within ourselves is getting more normalized and that just shouldn't, that just shouldn't be the way. So it's also that thing of, you know, you know, like the typical thing of like, there's a serial killer and he's been caught and then he tries to blame like computer games or films and, uh, and it actually, it is kind of true. Yeah, it is actually kind of true. So, and I know those are extreme cases, but I would urge you to have a look at how much more violence there are, there is now on TV in films compared to like depends how old you are but compared to like when I was a kid so I grew up in the 80s and the the sort of violence wasn't there it really wasn't not in the same way on tv um one of the things I remember watching so I watched Harry Potter um with my partner's little girl she's not so little now but when she was like seven or eight we were watching Harry Potter and she watched them fine. But to be honest, that scene with the basilisk, I still have trouble watching that. I still have trouble. And I'm thinking, wow, when I was her age, I'd never been able to watch that. No way. God, no. I mean, I even have trouble now. Um, so the way youngsters are get being desensitized to violence, to horror, it's also food for thought. So... That was kind of a bit of a personal deep dive into my journey with television, programs, radio, films. 
like I say, if you choose to go down this route, your life will be richer. Your brain will work differently. Your eyes will work differently. Oh my God, my eyesight is completely different now. Completely different now. And I, I, they don't get as tired. I don't get headaches like I used to. And I swear it's because I haven't got the screens in my face all the time. Um, and it makes a massive difference. Massive. So definitely some stuff for you to take away in there. What you choose to do with it is your choice. It is up to you. Um, if you ever want to talk about this topic, I'm very happy to talk to you about it because it's quite an important one. All these topics I seem to say are important because they are. Our life matters and what we do with it matters and our relationships that we form around it matters. And you just don't want to ever lose out on time with those around you because that's your most important time that you've got to spend with anybody. So make it all count as much as you can. Thank you so much for joining. Remember to lead through your life with your heart and to live with intention. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and on social media. If you have the time to rate or review this podcast, I'd be ever so grateful. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Jolene Sensual Being. The links to my YouTube and to sign up to my mailing list will be in the show notes as well. I look forward to speaking with you again very soon.